Welcome to The Batch Report. Where we are talking about Bachelor in Paradise 2019, episode three. You did it. You're in now. Yeah. I mean, we're... We're moving along. Finally to a rose ceremony. Finally. Ugh. It only took three episodes to get to a rose ceremony. Which, that's how they start the episode off. And three people are going home. Yes. So, first, Derek gives his rose to Demi. Which, they're obviously, like, cute. They're fun. But they're not going to stick together. Like, they just don't seem very memorable to me. I mean, I feel like Demi is very memorable. But, yeah. like, them as a couple aren't that memorable. Correct. And I think it was funny because when she accepted his rose, she said, yeah, bitch. Oh, yeah. Which reminded me of John Paul Jones's Yas Queen. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. <laughs> Maybe she might end up with him. You never know. Mm, I don't really see that. But maybe. You never know. Um, and then Clay gives his rose to Nicole. Surprise, surprise. No one's surprised. Wills gives his rose to Katie, which was kind of like a little bit weird because you don't really see them interact very much. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, well, I'm going to talk a little bit more about them in a little bit. Yeah, Actually, I I'll almost, talk about it now. I'll, honestly, so, yeah. Go ahead. So, later in the episode, um, Wills is like, oh, like, I want to set my intentions with you. Like, I really like you. And, like, you deserve someone great. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she basically said, I want to, like, close the door on this relationship. Like, I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like, uh, awkward. I mean, at least she's open with them. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think there's been a necessarily enough time. I, I know I'm always saying that, but like three days, like for instance, Lindsay just brought up that he was shut down, right? So like now, how is he going to get back in the game? Like everyone else has three days of visiting with people that he doesn't have, you know? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the relationships they build. Yeah. Like you have to start all over when you get dumped. Yeah. I mean, so like, but I'm I mean, saying honestly, there's not that much time. Like, honestly, when's the next ser- ser- rose ceremony? Honestly, yeah. they should be talking to multiple people and figuring out connections. The yeah, whole but time. those like, people that just do that, because you have a rose from someone doesn't mean you're in a couple with. Well, someone. look at Clay. Look what just happened to Clay. What they're coupled up. They're coupled up, but his girl went on a date with a newcomer, and she could have very easily just been like, "Sorry, Clay." You I know? mean, yeah, and then he would have had to f- like that's the name of the game. Figure it out. You Andrew know, just I'm doesn't saying, understand because he hasn't watched this show. Well, before. I'm just saying, like you know, where it's like Blake has really spread himself thin, but then I guess he's also committed to Hannah. But kind I of. think that's like kind of short lived. Okay. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're just still on the rose ceremony. Sure. Yeah, I'm just saying because sure. we have a lot to say about Blake in that sure. whole scenario, and I don't want to delve into it too early here. So, Kevin gives his rose to Sydney, which neither of them have gotten really any screen time. I'm like, what is Kevin doing? What's Sydney doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and even John Paul didn't get that much screen time, honestly. Yeah, so John Paul Jones gives his rose to Onyeka, which wasn't really surprising, but Jane just seemed really upset by that because she's her tacos had really messed him up. Yeah. yeah. Cam gives his rose to Kaylin. Which was, I mean, a good game move on her part, I guess, to make it another week. But they're obviously not long-term. 
Um, Dylan gives his rose to Hannah, which the other girls were saying, basically, whoever offered their rose to Hannah first is the one she would take. So Dylan just got to ask before Blake, because Blake definitely would have given his to Hannah as well. Yeah. And so Blake ended up giving his rose to... Tasia. Which they... She obviously was not very interested in. And she said she accepted for, like, free vacation purposes only. (laughs) Because, like, might as well. And then the last one was Chris Bukowski, who gave his rose to Christina. Which I'm really glad because I was like, oh, I hate to see Christina go home so early. Who did Cam give his to? Kaylin. Kaylin. So, he gave his to Christina, which meant that Jane, Bibiana, and Annalise went home. Jane and Annalise, like, I'm really glad went home very early. I could have, like, I would have liked to see Bibiana, like, find a relationship, but, you know. So then, Jordan enters the house. Or the, the beach. (laughs) Enters the beach. And... He is the self-proclaimed mayor of paradise. Well, he just declared himself, yeah. Last season when he was on. And he first talks to Hannah, and then he talks to Nicole, but then he asks Hannah on a date. She says yes, but then goes back on that, which I feel like she's just in this mode where she just wants to say yes to everything, but at the same time, she's like, uh, like I already have two relationships, so I need to juggle a third one that I'm not really interested in. So then he asks Nicole, and Nicole goes with him. But I don't think Nicole really had, like, any feelings towards Jordan. Yeah. Like, romantically. So when she gets back, she basically just, like, cuddles up with Clay again. And nothing happened during the date, really. No, it was like they didn't even kiss on the date, I don't think. They just, like, hung out. Like, it looks like they had a fun time, but... Yeah. She was pretty loyal to Clay. And then Mike shows up which i feel like mike is kind of like a hot commodity at the moment yeah yeah. so mike is interested in kaylin but then there's like cam is interested in kaylin and cam's already talking about proposing yeah like day three he's like i could see myself proposing to her very shortly like we're gonna be together she's gonna have my kids whatever and it's like okay yeah cam's kind of like a like a manic depressed person yeah like he's got like these crazy ups and then i don't know he's not doing as much rapping i noticed or rhyming so maybe we'll be seeing more of that and cam is upset that mike is there because cam feels like mike is the reason that he went home yeah i mean mike did have influence on a lot of people like he but honestly, Cam was doing, like, a lot of shady stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Cam would have gone home regardless, but I do think that what Mike said to Hannah kind of steered her in that direction at that time. Yeah, and then it's like Cam may have been confiding in the guys, not thinking that they were going to, like, you know. Turn on him. Yeah. But that whole group of guys turned on each other in an instant just to get get pull the rug out underneath each other. Yeah, so Kim was upset that Mike was kind of like swooping on in on his girl and it's like it's paradise. This is going to happen. 
So then we have the whole, like, Katie and Will's situation where Katie said she wasn't really interested. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of, like, felt like Chris was hitting on Katie, so he was kind of upset by that. And it's like, it's paradise. But one, like, scenario that was kind of awkward this week, we will talk about right after a short little break. This episode of The Batch Report is sponsored by Native. At Native, they create safe, simple, effective products that people use in their bathroom every day. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Not convinced? Check out their 8,000 five-star reviews from their customers. Native is formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. They use ingredients found in nature, coconut oil, shea butter, and tapioca starch. Plus, they don't test on animals, and that's always a good thing. I use uh, eucalyptus mint deodorant, and one thing I really like about it is that sometimes when I use more, like, mainstream deodorants, I get, like, a rash underneath my arm, and with Native, I don't get any rashes, and I actually find it to propel stink pretty well. Yeah. Which is great. I use the cucumber mint, and I feel like it smells like a nice spring day, and it lasts all day long, and you don't have to reapply, which is a big deal. And less is more with Native, so they have fewer, simpler ingredients, so you know everything that's in your deodorant versus a deodorant that has, like, 500 ingredients, and you're like, what is in this? I don't even know what that means. And it's important because aluminum is linked to some serious health ramifications, and even though Native is priced slightly higher than a lot of the other conventional de- conventional deodorants, it's very safe and effective. And Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, including limited release and seasonal scents, which are always super fun. They also have an unscented option. Some of their classic scents are coconut vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. And they give you no risk to try. So they offer free returns and exchanges in the USA. Plus they give you a special discount if you subscribe because you get $2 off every time they send you like your next deodorant. So we are offering you guys a very special promo. For 20% off your first purchase, visit Native Deodorant and use promo code BATCHREPORT during checkout. Once again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use Batch report during checkout. Welcome back. We're back. And now you get to hear about the Dylan Hannah Blake drama. Yeah. This is like basically the main part of the show at this point. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely the storyline that they're really focusing on at this yes. point. Again, I didn't see Kevin that whole episode, honestly. Hopefully we'll be able to see some of him on the next I episode. I know. Instead of just being like, okay, bye-bye, Kevin. I yeah. hope it like... I hope he sticks around just long enough. Like, I feel like when you're doing the batch report for The Bachelorette, like, every single time I'm like, who's Kevin? Like, where's Kevin? Like, what's Kevin doing? Like, I don't even know who that is. So, like, now that he's on here, like, I'd like to see him. And, like, John Paul Jones, I thought, was going to get a little bit more screen time as well. Me too. But turns out he just choked on a taco. taco, And then they're just like, meh. They're like, great TV. Perfect. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So Dylan and Hannah are like super, like super coupled up all day. 
And then Blake pulls Hannah aside and is like, oh, come over here with me. And they're like dancing and making out, which I didn't have that big of an issue with because it's like, yes, she is going to like keep her options open. It's been three days. She had hung out with Blake pre-show. Like he had flown and visited her in Alabama. Like there's going to be something there. But I do have an issue with them like making out and dancing right in front of Dylan. Like that was kind of inconsiderate to me. I mean, I think so too. Also, I think Dylan should have kept his options a little more open, you know? Because I feel like there's a lot of great girls there and that he's just like he comes off as like desperate mm-hmm. to Hannah and it's like that's not really an attractive look. He, and, like, he reminds me of like a puppy dog that will be like, Oh, I love my owner no matter what, I'll be here no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like I'll follow you around, let's cuddle, let's whatever like it's cute, but at the same time it's like and the commentary from all the other Islanders is like, oh, Dylan's such a great guy. Like, she's definitely making the wrong decision. I'm like, I don't know, though, because, like, if you think about it, like, Blake's the stronger male in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah, which I think last week I said something about how I thought Blake was really young. But come to find out, he's actually 30. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised because I feel like he acts like he's 24 25 but it may just be the fact that he wasn't ready to be like famous kind of like yeah i think that hit him pretty hard um so dylan decides that he's going to like go up and talk to hannah and well he's like they're making out i feel disrespected and he thought that blake was just going to talk to her and then she was going to like shut him down or whatnot but so the one issue i had is i feel like everything blake was saying was like, oh, you've been shadowing her all day. Oh, I was really nice because I let you have your turn. Oh, for sure. And it was kind of like... Making her feel good. But it was like... I feel like that's not really the scenario that was happening. And he was... Like, I feel like Blake is someone who gaslights a lot. And makes people feel crazy for the way they feel or how a scenario played out. Or he'll use that. He'll be like, you're in the right. Like, even though everyone else on the island is saying something else, he'll be like, you know... Like, he'll make them feel important you know or know. unimportant depending on like yeah but i think what we're seeing now is that hannah is actually just a big a player as blake is kind of so it's like yeah. in that scenario i don't blame blake for pulling her aside and spending time with her i blame hannah for choosing to make out in front of dylan and to like not have a conversation with dylan and say hey like i want to explore these options like I like you, but I also have stronger feelings for someone else. Like, she's keeping things so open that, but not telling everyone that she's that open. Like, she's not even trying to see if Blake's a good guy. She just is, like, eating up his his crap, you know? mm -hmm. Like, she's not questioning anything, you know? Like, does she not want to know, you know, stuff? I don't know. I feel like also making him sweat a little bit would be a good thing, too. Because I feel like Blake's the type of guy that can just, like, he just picks up a girl very easily, mm-hmm. you know, tells them what they want well, to I hear. Well, I feel like he's then, charismatic and he tells people exactly what they want to hear. Yeah, but I also feel like he probably can't keep it going very long. Like, yeah. Like, Which is why everything blew up last week. Yeah. Like, I don't think he can, like, he knows what to do after he, like, seals the deal kind of thing. Like, then he becomes, like, looking for something else of interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I think that also Hannah was, like, his fallback, 
because he kind of knew that those people were going to be on the island and judging him a little bit. And I think at first he was interested in Tasia, but then once Tasia heard about him hooking up with Christina and Kaylin, Tasia was like, okay, I'm out. Like, yeah, well, I think he knew that drama was going to be stuck. He didn't know how it was going to, like Mm -hmm. what was going to happen, but he knew something was going to happen. And then he knew that he had a, that by seeing Hannah a week before the show and like creating a bond, you know what I mean? He would have a way to stay on the island even, I'm sorry, not the island, the beach, beach even if um, stuff blew up, you know? Yeah. Like he's already kind of like manipulated Hannah a little bit. But also Hannah's her own person though and she should be able to stand up if she doesn't like that or if she does like that, you know? So like I think at this point she's just like eating up the attention. Yeah, I mean and she likes you never it know they might be. It. I don't think they're going to be great together, but they could stick it out. I'm I sure. did like the scene where Kaylin and Tasia and Demi are like trash talking Blake, and as they're trash talking him, he like trips over a rock and waxes, breaks his toe off or his toenail, toenail. Yeah. and they're all laughing, which I actually feel bad that he like broke off his toenail, but yeah. the timing was just really funny and that was like pretty funny. They're like I, pretty evil, like wishing such negative stuff on him you know which the clips for tonight's episode they were showing demi and jordan sitting and like making fun of everyone on the beach so like anytime someone like runs by or walks by they were like oh look it's the forever 21 ad oh look it's whatever and like it looks so funny so i'm really excited for tonight's episode just for me too laughs so are there any people you think are actually prepared to be like married at the end of this not necessarily with the person they're matched up with right now but are there people you feel like, oh, I think they're mature enough to, like, handle a real relationship right now? Um, I mean, I want to say Mike, but I just don't know that much about him. And he just came on the island. And also, I think he's having so much fun just, like, being a candidate for The Bachelorette and The Bachelor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like he's not really going to fully give himself Yeah. while I he's there because he has such a great shot at being it's The Bachelor. It's like he said, he's kind of a hot commodity. Um, I don't see Jean-Paul. I, mean, I want to say Ray, but I honestly don't see Ray. You mean Clay. Or, I'm sorry, Clay. Um, I don't see Clay being there. You know, like, I yeah. think that he wants a serious relationship, but, like, he just wants to, like, have somebody close by. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to build a deep relationship. You know, but I don't think that marriage is an idea in his head. I feel know, like Chris Bukowski, the one who's been on, like, a million Bachelor shows at this point, I feel oh, like yeah. he's actually at a point, like, he took a few years off, like, he's a little bit older. I think he might be at the point where he's actually ready. Also, Jim, the gym guy might be at a point, too. Uh, Derek. <laughs> Derek, yeah. And I also, girl-wise, I feel like Christina, at this point, like, I'd like to see her find a happy ending. Honestly, I think a lot more of the women are closer. And Tasia. To being in that yeah. point. But also, there's a lot of women that are really immature, too. So, it's like... It's like, hard. Demi is hysterical, but I don't think she's actually at the point of her life where she's ready to Like, it's almost like she doesn't see herself with any of those people. Or anyone in, in general, you know? Yeah. So, that is all for night one of week two and we will talk to you guys tomorrow all right tune in bye